you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to Fingers on Buzzers. Welcome. Once more. So uh, we've got a huge interview uh, today with Rick Edwards, who I have only just really got into Impossible, but now I'm into it. Impossible. Um, You do it better. I just sound like it's 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 impossible to say any other way. Um, It's really yeah. I really like it, and it took me a few goes to get it, and I think that is. I really like the mechanic of there being different levels of wrongness. Yes, (laughs) I can be wrong on so many levels. (laughs) That's the story of my life. So we're talking to Rick all about his involvement in that. We've also got uh, Tom Harrigan, who you may know as a radio newsreader that's why i'm doing that voice but he doesn't sound like that but um <laughs> but he uh, as well as being a radio newsreader has also been on the weakest link is a big quiz fan also huge fan as i discovered from scrolling through his twitter of um the chuckle brothers game show back in the day oh, so we, we might even reminisce. talk to him about that why not um and then we've got a reader's quiz a reader's why well, keep saying readers <laughs> i really want this to be a magazine <laughs> Available as a part work. Quizzes own. From the news agents. 
with the second part, you get a buzzer, and then and then you build, build your, your own, own set. set. Yeah. In fact, because that was what I was going to talk to you about as our um, our theme for today was because watching Impossible and uh, because they've got like a bank of people, and then they've got um, it, it's kind of it's quite an impressive set. It and is. I thought yeah. I'm quite interested in the visuals of Quiz. Yeah, how they've developed. And yeah. uh, also, I just wanted to say, let's talk about sets, baby. That's you know, that's what I wanted to do. But anyway, Quiz Show sets interesting thing to think about so i'm going to be quizzing you your next entry on the syllabus yes fashion baby yeah okay let's talk about fashion baby (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to put baby after everything today. Uh, yeah, I mean, not my strong suit, but probably better than uh, rappers or sporting trophies. So you We'll know, see. I'm holding out some hope for that. So anyway, that is what's coming up on Fingers on Buzzers. So for our discussion today, I think the, the visual appeal of a quiz show, because I... Quiz your... The quiz yours. Quiz your. The quizuals of sets. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I, I, I think Millionaire is a really interesting one to talk about because Millionaire was a kind of watershed moment, wasn't mm. it? Because before then, quiz show sets tended to sort of be on the, either for night time, shiny floor, Vegas graphics, kind yeah. of from American telly. Um, but kind of... If, sort of not that much going on and the millionaire i was reading andy walmsley who designed the millionaire set saying that it was his idea to have it in the round Mm. and that there hadn't been as far as he was aware and as far as i'm aware a quiz show in the round where you could see constantly the audience kind of bearing in on you because he said he wanted it to have a kind of gladiatorial Gladiatorial, which i think it achieved um, and also what I didn't know about Millionaire is that when they franchised it out to other countries, everything had to stay the same. Mm. Set design, uh, the host suit, an Armani suit wow. that Tarrant wore, th- that was the uniform that they had to wear. And all the lighting cues had to be the same and yeah. the sound cues. Absolutely. And apparently this is now pretty standard mm. for formats. Yeah, you buy the package. You buy absolutely everything, everything is and you have to take it. Yeah. Um, but that was something that had never occurred to me and I thought that was quite interesting. And then it does, it was sort of when, when quiz shows went dark. Yes, the dark set yeah. era kicked in then because you did have, the, there was very much the, the, the 80s style of the pastel kind of you know we're talking about going for gold yeah and every second counts and they were kind of bright kind of beige background with nice lights and you could see everything everything yeah, yeah, everything yeah. was 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 very it popped well quiz shows in a different way to like you think about things like play your cards right and uh, yeah price is right and that it was all very bright and light and airy yeah and and now everything is based on a, a, a completely black dark set with these bright lights and it does make it look really rich and yeah. you know it, even daytime shows now look like big primetime shows with those sets well that's it because watching impossible and i was watching chase the case this week as well and because i now watch stuff on iplayer i have no idea what time things mm. actually go out and i just presume everything's prime time yeah now. so i'm like oh that's the nice evening feel to yeah. it um you know, but then it isn't necessarily sometimes it's daytime. Also, because um, people don't dress up anymore. That's You, you don't get to tell by... Because when you watch really old, like 1950s mm. stuff, everyone is wearing evening dress yeah. if it's the evening. Yeah. 
which I think we should bring back. Yeah. You should, you should have to be wearing gloves after a certain time. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Your evening bow tie. Mm, yes, a, a small tiara, nothing fancy, yeah. just a small yeah, one. Yeah, just the smallest one in your collection. Maybe. And um, I was thinking about some of the iconic items as well, in terms of stage dressing. Uh, the mastermind chair. Because, mm. of course, mastermind's always been quite dark. It's always had that sort of... Yeah, I think that was, of... that was... That must have been the massive inspiration for the millionaire. Yeah. And then that turning point, everyone's gone down the very serious... Yes. The focus is on the... It's reflected in the millionaire set. The focus is on the console in the middle with the two chairs, the host and the contestant. Yeah. But then the mastermind chair, It's that is an icon in itself. It is. And do you know where the original mastermind chair... Uh, is is retired now. The original one oh. now lives in Magnus Magnuson's house Aww. and is having a lovely time Aww. and gets petted every day. <laughs> and it's, its wheels are oiled regularly, I'm sure. Yeah, polished the um, leather. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they did. They brought in a new a new version of the chair, uh, which you can own yourself because oh. it's the. Uh, well, you, here we go. You'll know who designed it. Who designed the chair? Eames? Yes, of course it's an it was. Eames chair. It's an Eames chair. Um, it's the soft pad, which was designed in 1969. And it can be yours. You can have a mastermind chair in your very own home for around three grand. It's worth it. It was, it was actually very comfortable when I sat in it. Quite you know, I really don't remember it as being comfortable. Well, well, it was more comfortable than I expected. Yeah, I didn't feel at any point I was going to drift off to sleep. I wasn't like, oh, just no. give us a second, John. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just have a snooze in this lovely comfy chair. I mostly remember feeling like I hope I don't soil it, but... Um, <laughs> well, it didn't have spikes in it or anything. No, it didn't, so, yeah, it didn't. It was, it was... Well, actually, yeah, because most of the time you're standing up. Mm. I mean, that's another thing that I'm not... Because that's, that's a big standing modern thing shows, you've got yeah. to stand... In fact, I'm trying to think of the last time anyone let me sit down. But you know, I can't. I think no. Chase, standing. Pointless, yeah. standing. Weakest link, standing. I mean, where, where are the chairs? Where are the... We do, do, during, the uh, during the first bit of the chase, you get the tall tall stools to sit behind the desk. Do you, you, get, you do get to sit down. They probably took mine away because I wasn't <laughs> enough to... I often have that where they, they go, find oh, a no. box yeah, that was sufficient to line you up. A cushion or box or, yeah. I often have to have things adjusted. But, um, yeah, panel shows, you get to Yeah. There. But I don't mind, actually. I quite like to stand up for a quiz. I think it's fine. I think it does make people more... Because you look a bit more shifty yeah. when you stood up. <laughs> where do you put your you? hands? Yes. Yeah. And then ease of <laughs> ease of walking down and doing things. I think that's definitely something that the, the one advantage I would say in in the final chase that the contestants that that the the contestants have, well the chase has over the contestant. The, the, there's lots of other things in the contestants' favour, like they get the head start and they get to push back and everything. And there's but, normally but, more than one of them. But we get to sit down. Yeah, that's true. And you you're have up, to be you're standing above. up, yeah. They're they're like poised over the buzzer, like whoa. There is and something to, about yeah. the fact that you know that you are actually above us, yes. Because you do feel like you know. I was looking up at Anne, and she was casting a a sort of weary, dismissive glance down it's at very me. Very deliberately done. I think yes. it's very clever that the 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 way that they put these things together, and uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things like. Uh, People take forever to notice that the the shape behind the chasers, you know, the tunnel that we walk through, yeah. it's in the shape of a letter C for chaser. Oh, yes. Oh. I'd never noticed no, that. Now you'll I've know when you look at it. a million times, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, set designers deserve 
a huge amount of uh, praise and kudos. That but they're, they're all going dark set now. I'm, I'm hoping for a new trend to emerge. When we do our Fingers on Buzzers TV version, when we do Cakey Cakey Dance Off or whatever, yes. whatever my final format ends up being, then it shall be on a pastel set, like going for gold. <laughs> Beige... Beige and the lemon. Lovely, the bit of, bit of neon sort of trim <laughs> around the podiums. Beige, lemon and neon. That would Beautiful. be the, the colourway that we use. Um, here's another little, uh, little fact mm, that I found about the sets. So they redesigned the University Challenge set. Mm. Uh, still haven't put the two teams on top of each other as everyone has fervently <sighs> wished they would. But uh, And the little note for you here. Um, Nick King, who redesigned the set, uh, put Duratrans prints derived from pictures taken by the Hubble Telescope oh. on the University Challenge set. So look out for that next time you're watching. Thank you so much for joining us, Tom Harrigan. Hello, Lucy. Hi, thank you. I mean, I love to hear your voice always on the radio. <laughs> um, Doesn't everyone? Yes, we well, all no, do. Actually, nobody's ever, ever told me that. <laughs> Well, we're telling you now. It's a, oh, always a delight to hear you doing your news business. Um, and uh, we, we specifically wanted to talk to you because you you're a fan of quizzing generally. Is that right, Tom? Yeah, been a big fan of quizzes since I was a child. And, you know, the, the thing that I did on my 16th birthday, my enduring memory of that birthday, is getting up and calling the premium rate hotline for millionaire oh. <laughs> so I could enter. Dedication. Uh, sadly, that never came to anything. But, you know, I was committed as a wannabe quizzer from the age that I could actually get on these shows. Yes, that's, that's what we'd like to hear. You know, it wasn't so much about the other things that were legal then. It was <laughs> <No>. <laughs> more about... I was a strange child. <laughs> we all, gosh, you're really yeah. amongst friends here, Tom, goodness me. Good company. We've all talked about our excessive love of quizzing as, as young people. And uh, you did, though, eventually manage to get onto a TV quiz. Is that correct? I did. Yes. Tell us so, all about it. What year was well, it? How old were you? Paint the picture. So this would have been 2006. So I was in my second year of university. And by that point, other things in my life has kind of taken over, um, you know, uh, girls studying other stuff. But I Mostly was sat the girls. In front of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sat in front of the TV with my housemates. Uh, and we happened to catch the end of an episode of The Weakest Link. And there was a contestant appeal at the end of it. And I, and I said, maybe it's a, a joke, really. I didn't seriously intend to apply. But do you know what? Shall I, shall I go in for this? Just to see whether I get on. Um, and, of course, uh, two auditions later, I ended up on the show. So this would have been... We, we filmed it, I think, towards the end of my second year of university. But I still was a student. Of course, Anne Robinson liked to prey on students. Yeah, she did. She, did. So I she, had, as well. she had that line of attack on <laughs> Do you remember anyone else who was on the show? Were there any you particularly liked or disliked? It was quite... They always cast each episode quite carefully. So we had, um, you know, a flamboyant hairdresser, a guy in his 60s who came on in a, a handmade tie-dye T-shirt, <laughs> uh, a single dad who happened to be a millionaire businessman. You know, it was a really kind of diverse mix of people. Yes. And you got, you know, a good chance, as you do on most shows, to chat with them in the green room beforehand and Form try and work out who, who you're best exactly precisely mm. that uh, and unfortunately the, the thing was that i didn't really anticipate before going on the show it's really quite challenging to not only think about answering your own questions correctly 
but to uh, keep an eye on the bank to yes. make sure that you were banking at the right point because oh, that so could true. potentially be uh, something that would come up in a voting scenario. And as well as that, having to remember the answers that everyone else has given because mm. you're having to work out who is the weakest yeah. player technically and normally that would come down to how many questions they've got wrong. And I got overwhelmed at one point and that was pretty much why I ended up going out because I, I ended up voting for the same person in a couple of rounds and two rounds later they came back to haunt me because i was potentially up for the chop and i was an absolute prime target for him well you were not only the student even though by the sounds of it you were quite normal otherwise compared to everybody else (laughs) thanks you've not said what you were wearing was it a, was no, it no, a hand tie dyed? Hideous bright blue shirts. It wasn't tie dyed, but it was really, really horrible. I think we went in there with guidelines. You've got to come in a block colour. Mm. It's got to be something yes. quite safe. No logos. But, I mean, yeah. it really wasn't very stylish at all. I think it was the only block colour I had in my wardrobe oh, at the time. Sweet. Oh, bless. What were you studying, by the way? I'm studying French and history. Oh. So I thought that might that might you know give me some sort of benefit but um no and in fact the the thing that people mercilessly teased me about afterwards was the i went out in round five so i got halfway Hmm. pretty Uh, respectable respectable. question that i am remembered for uh is uh in christianity what was the name of the prophet who baptized jesus in the river jordan and at this point i was so overwhelmed i just came out with uh moses yeah probably made it into dumb britain in private eye, didn't <laughs> and it? i think that was probably uh, the final curtain <laughs> but it was it was it was a fun experience the, the one thing that i would also say is that i went there under the impression that the whole land robinson being mean thing was an act. <laughs> oh, you tender-footed, so, young, innocent thing. I know. I thought, oh, it's all pretense. Mm. She'll be lovely to us um, when we actually get to meet her. Well, we didn't really because no. we were ushered onto the set and everybody was mic'd up and whatever. And then the crew cleared the floor and walked on and we started filming straight away. Yeah. We didn't get to even meet her beforehand. You do not so peep she... behind that curtain. Precisely. No. You don't get to peek uh, behind Anne's curtain. Her curtain is impenetrable. <laughs> Iron curtain. Anne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've all sort of found that, that she is, she's so method. She's like the Dustin Hoffman of uh, quiz show hosts, isn't she? She absolutely lives it. She does. Um, and I didn't get the worst of it. There was this poor woman who was sat, uh, stood next to me um, called Barbara. So it's really lovely, lovely lady. Oh. Um, and you might remember at the start of the show, this is boring technicality but where bear with me the contestants all had to introduce mm-hmm. themselves on a continuous shot so it was all done you had to do it as one single take yeah. you could only start speaking when a light turned red on the camera now the problem for barbara oh. is that she kept speaking before the light was on, and, the oh. was on. and when it went wrong the third time and completely laid into her with a really stern you know we're filming three shows today we can't be doing this we cannot have and this poor woman was already a jiggering wreck and she went out fairly quickly afterwards that sounds like classic Barbara to me God, well Barbara if you're listening (laughs) if you're listening Barbara we love you get in touch Barbara's probably still cowering in a corner somewhere she's probably got PTSD yeah gosh Oh, it is a, I mean, it's a scary experience, isn't yeah. it, really? And did you hang around, so after you were eliminated, did you hang around and watch the rest of the show? 
Yes, I did. I thought it was only right. Some people left. I mean, a couple of people in the first round, they decided I've had enough of this. I'm not going to be getting my hands on the two grand or whatever it was that was the prize money that day. So they decided that they wouldn't sit in the green room. But I sat and watched the rest of the show. Uh, and I, I worked out just on the way that the questions would have gone. If I'd have survived the round, I'd have, uh, I, I actually went out in. I think I'd have got to the final and lost. Oh. I think that's probably what would have happened. But... Um, yeah, it was. It ended up being won by um, a, a record executive, I seem to remember, and the flamboyant hairdresser who um, kicked me out also got through to the final. Wow, the record executive didn't need the money. No. Poor young student Tom. That <laughs> hardly seems fair, doesn't no, it? No, I would have been at home rooting for you, Tom. Anyway, I'd like you to know that. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for Thank sharing you, your Tom. weakest link experience and and confirming what we are very. It's a strong theme of this series is. Anne Robinson really is absolutely terrifying. She really is. She really is. It's good to know, isn't it? <laughs> so now it is time for the listener quiz of the week. Listener quiz. Uh, the lovely Dave Smith has sent this in. Cheers, Dave. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, and it's, I believe it's about video games, but I'm going to throw over to producer Amanda, who is going to be our quiz Mr. X. Hi, hello. Hi. Yeah, it is indeed about um, video games. Now, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, I'm not going to know any. But yeah. um, it's it's. he says this is for even if you haven't heard of video games. Good. So it's not. I mean, I basically I've got like a couple of years where I lived with someone who was very into video games. And then I did voiceover for a thing about video games for a couple of years about. Mm. So I've got like very specific years that right. I will be able to do. So between 1996 and 8 or <laughs> 2007 and 2009. Well, so. I'm saying nothing, so I'm not giving anything okay, away. But okay. let's hear what buzzers you've got this week. Okay, so I have um, brought from my home. It's a Zumba stick. So this is what you take to Zumba. Is it? You have two of them. That's why I didn't recognise it. Yeah, yeah, well, (laughs) I went once. I did that thing and I went once and I thought, oh, I love Zumba. It's great. And I got all the kit (laughs) and then never went back again. So that's this is the first use this Zumba stick has had. Zumba! There we go. Zumba's lost as our gain. So, yeah. And what about you, Jenny? Um, I have a small object which looks like it... (laughs) Did it come with um, a burger and chips? It's a Happy Meal toy. Yes. It's um, Um, Lucy from Peanuts. (laughs) There you go. That's my. Uh, that was from my own home. There. It's beautiful. It is. Well, we've got I, I like of... the grumpy expression on her face. She's. Um, are you not familiar with Lucy? I am. Oh, you are. Yeah, but yeah, she, yeah. that's a particularly. Yeah. She's, she's scowling in a very Paddington hard stare yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, no, I love. I'm. She is so my role model in so many ways. In fact, <laughs> if uh, there's anyone else out there called Lucy. Um, there's uh, on YouTube go and search for Lucy is the boss because there's a peanut song which is <laughs> it's Lucy is the boss Lucy is the boss so you better listen to Lucy uh, that she sings and it's very very Marvelous. good so anyway there you go right on with the quiz video okay, game okay so uh, question number one from David Smith is what is the name of the princess that appears in the majority of the Super Mario games <laughs> Jenny Princess Peach correct yeah Fantastic. Question number two. With an estimated 170 million copies sold, which puzzle game is the best-selling video game in history? Oh, Lucy, you had the edge there. Mine's louder. Um, <laughs> is it Tetris? It is Tetris. Oh, it's one all. Tetris. Yeah. How yeah. exciting. So, question number three. The word Pokemon is a contraction... 
Ooh. Jenny. Pocket Monster. Yes. Correct. Very good. Yeah, I'm, very a, good. I'm a big Pokemon fan. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. It's, oh, it's, it's me and about six others, I think, <laughs> who admit to it. <laughs> you and some ten-year-olds out hunting together. <laughs> Pretty much. I know, we were mad into it for about three days. Absolutely I think it was until it. parents discovered what a drain it was on battery. Yeah, And yeah, children yeah. were not allowed to play it anymore. And well, it's just but, yeah, there was adults who have battery packs. in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Find ghost Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, yeah. wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Very good. So, um, moving on from Pokemon, um, on to the next question. Vice City, Liberty City. That's Jenny again. Oh. Grand Theft Auto. Correct. That was in my window. Oh, that was, was it? Window. Oh, no. Well, it does say here, yeah, developed in Scotland uh, since Rockstar 1997. Game. So, yeah. very much, bang on, bang very on much in the Porter window. So, <laughs> we Rockstar are now... Game. Unless I'm, I'm very much mistaken, we're at three, three, one, three, one. one. So, oh. yeah, for, not, for your honour. Yes, exactly, yes. exactly, exactly. Still, all to play for. <laughs> um, which video game character has been played on big screen by Angelina Jolie and Lucy? Lara Croft. Yay! Hey. Well done. Oh, so got some some pride back. <laughs> Very much so. Um, Jenny, you are still in the overall lead at the moment. We're three one to Jenny. Great quiz, by the way. Thanks, It was Dave. very good, very entertaining. That's, it was, uh, and I feel like, yeah, it, it made me feel good about myself. And something very much on the quiz syllabus as well. Yes, it is, isn't Video it? Video games are, uh, they're a part of everybody's lives now, so well, we, they will be coming up in your pub quiz. Yeah, like eSports and stuff, which I still can't, can't mm. quite get that eSports is a thing, but it's a total yeah. thing. Fortnite, it? that's usually yes, the answer. Yes. <laughs> in the same way, it's normally Taylor Swift or Red Sheeran for pop. Yes. It's normally Fortnite for games, yeah. We are delighted and thrilled to be joined by the one and only Rick Edwards, host of Impossible. Impossible. I can't do the little robotic voice that I really like. It's sort of slightly 80s, that little robotic. <laughs> Impossible. I mean, I think... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
to say that it's slightly 80s is, um, is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> That's why um, I love I'm it. Not, I'm not quite sure who made the decision to bring that back, <laughs> but I like it. I do. I like the bold. vibe, yeah. It's very yeah. bold, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a speak and spell has been given another chance to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a second lease of life. Yeah, good, good for them. Um, so uh, tell, talk us through it. So... Um, I really like it. Jenny and I were just saying that we think Impossible is a quiz for true quizzes because it's not only answering questions, there's the extra layer of should I even be answering this question? Is this question worth my time yes. or is it bogus? And we yes. we like that. So what was the, the genesis of that? Do you, do you know what the process um, was? Yeah, so it, it was an idea that um, Hugh Rycroft, who is one of the sort of quiz dons, um, in, in telly came up with um, and when they first explained it to me um, I I sort of didn't I, if I have to be perfectly honest I didn't uh, didn't quite get it and then we did some and then they just like ran the quiz for me and yeah. I was like aha that's yeah. really clever that's yeah. really neat I like it um, but it is I think you know it does take a bit of time to get your head around it and I think you see that in, in the viewers as well like when we first went to air I think people were a bit like hold on what um, surely, <laughs> if it, surely if it's wrong it's wrong yeah. um, you've been and, dealing uh, very well and, with that on yeah. Twitter I have, <laughs> I have to say <laughs> very well, patient try and, you know, try to uh, you know explain it I mean it gets um, after a while you think maybe I just need to pin a tweet at the top and go so basically <laughs> <laughs> there's Two conditions, and to be right, it has to satisfy both. And just be wrong, it can satisfy one, and the impossible neither. And that's really it, guys. Um, but, you should get um, a tattoo as uh, well, just to cover guess, all bases. I guess, yeah, I guess conditional is a bad title for a um, conditional. For a <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, hang on, oh, hang on. Now you've done it in the 80s, voice. It's quite good. Just do anything in that voice, to be honest, and it would be. Uh, it would well, be it just reminds us of short circuit, doesn't it? Suddenly, I'm commissioning literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because also, what's kind of good about the the format is that it, 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 so you've got that basic premise, which admittedly people are sort of taking a while to get on board, but they're they're on board. Yes. And then yeah. you get the board, which I I very much like that one because that gives you a sort of bit of. I love a board in any. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Only Connect. Wipeout. Oh, Wipeout. Yeah. One of them as well. Yeah. 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 Get, get Anything a board with up a there. board yeah. is always good. Um, and yeah, the, what was the one I watched the other day? And it was Who's Canadian and Who's Not. And it, surprisingly, <laughs> so, you know. You never thought these kind of topics would come up on a quiz show. No, and the, the urgency. No, I think it, yeah, it gives, you, um, it gives you quite a lot of um, room to um, ex yeah, I think explore questions that would be hard to crowbar into a regular quiz question mm -hmm. so you know you, you get grids that are as you say like quite eccentric really because mm. you, you couldn't really um in most quizzes have a yeah have a grid about um who's canadian and who isn't yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> it sort of seems a bit facile <laughs> a, whole, a whole program of guests the canadian would yeah. be quite good but you me. start to doubt yourself there's lots of people who are canadian you don't know a canadian yeah and, and, and then you start yeah. to think celine dion ah is she actually we all think she's canadian but she's sort of Frenchy, Swissy, mm. Canadian, was she born somewhere else? So, yeah, it gives you, the, and the, giving them that length of time <coughs> to start to, you see the panic etched on their faces as they yeah, start to wear it. It's so easy to talk yourself out of things as well. Even when you absolutely, categorically know the answer, 
but then yeah. when you're just standing there, it's quite <laughs> exposing. And, just, yeah. and, and also, because obviously we um, asked them to kind of talk us through what they're thinking as they're thinking it, mm. and that can be quite um, uh, off-putting as well, I think, as a contestant, yeah. uh, talking through your... Um, the, the vagaries of your thought processes. <laughs> well, you it's do not actually that coherent. You do get to know them really well. I, what I love um, is that it's got that aspect of you really do get personalities coming through from the contestants, yeah. and you do you get to know them. I love the fact that yeah. by the end of the week, if you if you're just watching and you haven't watched for the rest of the week, and you're sort of saying, right, so um, so Chaz, if you win, you're going walking in the Trossachs, and, and, yeah. and you know, and Julia, you're going to Bermuda, and it's like it, it sort of sounds like you're just deciding for them what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, I'm really. your mercy. I thought it was just ten thousand pounds. Yeah, Rick seems to be very prescriptive about it. But so it is really. I mean, what can you talk me through the the procedure from their point of view so how long are they with you for um and how well do they get to know you and each other so now so it's but that actually was the thing aside from the 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 kind of the mechanic i think being or the the construct being quite um neat the thing i really liked about it initially was the fact that you have this group of people who are with you for i mean initially it was three weeks it's 15 shows quite a long time and then it went down to 10 now we're down to five which i think probably is is, is the right thing to do. So now they're with us for sort of two days. And what's fascinating is that even in that two days, they they really bond. So people from series one, two, and three have all had reunions. Where they just meet up in the middle of the country. Um, they all have their own uh, WhatsApp groups. Um, they really and it's and you get these very um, unexpected friendships that like people you feel like in day to day life just wouldn't interact with each other but thrown into the the sort of strange world of impossible they end up becoming best mates because they've sat next to each other for um you know um sort of some quite intense days yeah. um so it's really it's it's really lovely and i like the fact that you get to know them across the week and i like the fact that as you were saying as well as the thing of me knowing that they that someone's going to buy themselves a caravan and get a new drive um <laughs> that also be sort of kind of um in like in jokes so jokes about people, you know, like things that people have got wrong um, three days before. <laughs> so yes. Again, it would be very. Um, if you don't watch it regularly, I mean, you just think, yeah, I don't understand. What's going on. It's like a quiz but soap opera, fun. really. It rewards, it rewards the dedicated viewer. <laughs> yes, I mean, it is um, as, as Jenny said, yeah, sort of quiz soap opera. And have you? But you haven't had any baddies, have you? I've never seen anyone who's been an arsehole. <laughs> um, you know what? We did. We did have one guy who we all didn't like, um, and he he was just he he was very he was very good, and he was quite. And I think that you know we we have people on who are really good quizzers and do well, but they're kind of humble with it or mm. funny or, or some. There's ways of kind of there's ways of um, couching um, your brilliance at quizzing. But his was just to be quite arrogant, oh. and none of the other none of the other contestants liked it. We didn't like it. Yeah. It's pretty much the only time, like genuinely, because they all get on. When people get down to the ten thousand pound question, everyone is rooting for them. Yes, um, they're really like, and and there's a nice atmosphere. When he came down, you could just sense that people weren't really rooting for it. <laughs> everyone turning their back and yeah. doing their nails. Yeah, exactly silent sort of thing. But there was. Um, yeah, but to be honest, that's one person out of I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We, 
about other people who've sort of um, have been quite odd. Um, oh, well, some but, of the slightly more eccentric ones are... Like there are some great. characters on there. You, can, you get the impression. Yeah. There's some people that you think, how are you clinging on? Because it is the good thing yeah. about it as well is you can get quite a long way without being amazing, you know, just by... Yeah, absolutely. ...clinging on by the <laughs> tips of your fingers. You can, do, you can do quite well, which I, you know, I quite like that there is a slight element of, um, of luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nice because it isn't just that the winners are the best quizzes but we had a so we've just recorded a load more last week and there was a final uh into so the, the the final buzz around before they get to the ten thousand dollar question where it honestly and we'd never even realized that this was a sort of mathematical possibility the lady in the middle didn't say a thing for the entire round <laughs> but, but, had, but the, the sort of the scoring went in such a way that the other two kept taking point off themselves and oh, each no. other oh, and so God. that going into so the lady in the middle who hadn't said anything was on two lives and the other two were on one live but on one oh, life each God. we were like the silent assassin yeah oh, um, my God. and then and then unfortunately for the lady in the middle she piped up and didn't do well she, piped <laughs> she, up just, and quiet. she just kept quiet um, <laughs> but i i i was sort of thinking it would be amazing to have like I, I definitely have never seen that on telly before. Someone has done nothing and then got. <laughs> Please continue to uh, to get to know all those lovely people and bring us all those lovely impossible questions. Thank you very much, Rick. I I will. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Your turn to be quizzed. Mm-hmm. To be quietly confident this week, if oh. I'm honest. You're a fashionista. Well, you know, just look at me. Just look at the style that I ooze, the sophistication that I drip. Head to toe, darling. I am absolutely, I'm coming down with style. So, uh, yeah, no, I think I'll be fine. So some of the fashion topics that will be uh, asked at your local pub quiz. Yeah. See, this is what I think, because it's pub quiz, so it's not... It's that level. Yeah, Yeah, it's fine. fine. We're not going to be uh, I've been in Vogue. Did I tell you I've been in Vogue? You've been in Vogue? Yeah, it's one of the... But, you know, one of those little proud moments where um, I went and did a photo shoot with a load of other... It was for up-and-coming women a few, quite a few years ago now, funnily enough. And um, we all did this photo shoot together. And I kept telling everyone, I was like, well, I've, done, I've had my photo taken for Vogue. But um, I turned up and they gave everyone else fancy designer clothes to wear. And, of course, me being 4'11", and um, you know, not not model, not model size, shall we just say? They couldn't find anything from me, so uh, so the picture came out. And it wasn't even in, in the actual Vogue magazine. It was like in a a supplement that was kind of you know banded to the front of Vogue. So it wasn't even in the magazine. And then you open it up, and everyone else is wearing Dior and Vivian Westwood and whatever. And then on me, it just says uh, dress Topshop model zone. Oh. I mean, you know, really. But they, they couldn't, they couldn't outfashion you. That's it. They That's obviously it. couldn't improve on perfection, could they? they what, just you, what you were already wearing. You've got natural style, or you haven't. Yeah, there and you go. I have. They had to dress those other people. Yeah, that's you, right. just as you were. That's a bit of Paloma <laughs> Faith. Where's she now? Eh? Yeah, never heard of her. Never heard of her. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was in GQ once. Oh yes, I've never done GQ. Oh, was... Well, many years ago, them they did an article about quizzing. They came to the. the <laughs> British Quizzing Championships and interviewed a lot of us and took pictures yeah. of the weirdos. Ah, <laughs> so we were, we've both been poked fun at in, yes. uh, in magazines. <laughs> That's something else we have in common. But anyway, what do you know about fashion? What do I know? Bring it on. Which fashion item yes. was 
actually first introduced by uh, Jacques Aim in 1946. Ooh. He called it the Atom. The Bikini. Yes. The most famous version was released later in the year by Louis Rayard, who was an actually actually a car engineer, wow. an automotive engineer. Um, <laughs> Jacques, uh, it covered the belly button, so it wasn't quite as risque. Oh, okay. Um, and like the knickers or the well, I suppose either way. I think it kind of joined it. up. Oh, yeah, one of those, one of those. It was like a one-piece yeah. kind yeah, of yeah. thing. But Louis Rayard, his was so tiny, he couldn't get any proper models to wear it, <gasps> so he had to get a a, a casino dancer. Oh. One of those nude go-go dancers to come and what? come and model it for him. That's how controversial the bikini was. Amazing, and now, yeah, when you look at still controversial to me, I won't put no, not in public. Well, I do, but nobody wants to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Who designed mm-hmm. Kate Middleton's wedding dress? Oh, that's such a good question. That is classic. So I'll accept the name of the designer or the fashion house. Oh, I think... Was it Givenchy? No, no, you're thinking of Meghan Markle. Oh, yes. Uh, Do you know what? No, I really cannot... So Kate's dress was Sarah Burton for Alexander McQueen. Of course it was. Do you know what? That was somewhere in my brain, but it weren't coming out. And Meghan's was designed by Claire Waite Keller for Givenchy. Oh, yes, I And who designed the Queen's wedding dress? Oh, well, that's going to be someone like Cecil Beaton or... um, Mm, You're on the right kind of lines. Norman Hartnell is correct, yes. That was who I meant to say. Cecil Beaton was not. I don't think he's any relation to William Hartnell, which is quite disappointing to me. It is. Uh, Right. Teddy boys. Remember the teddy boys? Well, you don't literally remember the teddy boys, but teddy boys. (laughs) I do. I'm I'm familiar with the the later incarnation of Shawada Waddy. Yes. The 70s teddy boys. Yes. Uh, Teddy boys. Who was Teddy? Oh, was it um, Teddy as in Teddy Bear? Teddy Roosevelt? No. Of course it wasn't. Uh, Was it Teddy, Edward, um, Mm -hmm. Teddy, Edward, 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 Ed? There is a specific... Teddy Edward, but it, they, they were inspired by an era. Oh, Edwardian. Yeah. So King Edward the Seventh. Edward the Seventh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's the Edwardian revival. Neo Edwardians. Okay. The Teddy Boys. Do you remember when Naomi Campbell fell over on the catwalk I do. wearing ridiculous shoes? Vivian, Whose shoes were those? Vivian Westwood shoes. Vivian Westwood they shoes. Were. Very good. Vivian Westwood is my favourite designer and I own nothing that she has ever designed. If you're listening, Viv. But I, yeah, no, I really like... Well, I, I did once wear a Vivian Westwood bustier. Oh. Uh, but they made me gave it back. Oh. After I, That's after very disappointing. But yeah, no, I really, I love it. I just you love... not have smuggled it out. Just... And I love her as well, I just love her. Yeah, she's fun, isn't she? You know, slightly mad, yeah. wonderful. What are... Silverado? Oh. Kelly... Handbags. Very good. Again, She's good. Never own one. I carry She's a good. backpack from Muji. But um, <laughs> Silverado is made by. Oh, is that a Burberry? It's Chloe. Chloe. Kelly is by. Is a classic. Um, is um, the people who make all them fancy uh, Hermes. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Hermes. I was going to ask you about Novak, which is McQueen <laughs> cult handbag. I don't know. Uh, what do you call a chef's hat? Oh, a floofer, floofer. Yeah, a floof and top. A um, uh, no, I do know this. Do you know this is because I've looked it up for something before? Because the more important you get, the bigger it gets. Um, oh, it's, <laughs> oh, come on! I mean, you can't not, can you? 
I know, and I was going to say like a stufard or something. Was, no. Uh, did you give me like the first letter? T. Oh no, that wasn't what I was expecting. A true lad. A true lad. <laughs> I'll put you out of your misery. A, tu- a tock. A tock is correct. It was there. T- it was there. O-Q-U-E. I knew it was there. I knew it was there. I just needed you to say you'd put me out of my misery. <laughs> and uh, the threat of being. In, in fashion, if you're a fashion mm. designer, what would be a toile? Toil. Oh, toil. that's like the model that you make, like the sort of prototype. In, in calico or yeah yeah the muslin sort of mock up of the of the garments before yes. you go ahead and spend lots of money on fabric yes. you're pretty good you're I'm pretty fashionable I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp that with a pass thank you very you much passed on fashion but the you're absolutely right the pub quiz element of royals wedding dresses always absolutely wouldn't have thought of that If it, I mean I didn't do any any research or reading up for this because I never do and I hate to let the <laughs> listeners down by being prepared but um, if I had then that is exactly the line I should have gone down and it is it's all your famous it's more likely to be classic mm. or incredibly contemporary yeah isn't it like you're not going to get much about your sort of 70s Holston and Vanderbilt and that kind of thing. No, but you I mean you, you get this stuff like Bieber and mini skirts and stuff. That is all very much into classic now. So you'll yeah. get asked about the sixties fashion as as classic fashion. What would you do? So if you were thinking, right, I'm gonna today I'm gonna bone up on fashion. Mm. What? How would you go about that? What would be your resource for that? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, straight to Wikipedia normally. Yeah. I'd, I would think, what is my weak area? Mm. Is it? current fashion if it's very current fashion i'll probably go and pick up a few magazines and, and look at the labels and then then dig into it from there mm-hmm. or if if i was struggling to know the difference between the different fashion labels in the 60s i'd go straight to straight online and be and be digging into those and yeah. you end up going down rabbit holes though yeah yeah and watching lots of lovely youtube videos of yeah. twiggy and going oh why, why am I not carrying a, a, a handbag that costs ten thousand pounds? And yeah, um, <clears throat> good. And Jenny, what are you going to be quizzing me on next time? Which aspect of the quiz syllabus? Let's let's go very up to date. We're going to go current affairs. Ooh, the award winners of twenty eighteen. Okay. So the big awards. Well, I probably should do some research. You on can this. do a bit of boning up on a this. Good one to, if I was the kind of person who did prep, I could do quite well on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happen, but, uh, lovely. I look forward to it. So I feel I've learned a lot today. Yeah, we've got through a lot. Yeah. Um, fashion better than I thought, but room for improvement. There's always room for improvement, but uh, I think you're a very fashionable woman, Lucy. Well, now I know where to go to bone up on my fashion. And uh, such a pleasure talking to Rick Edwards um, about Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, thanks. For, <laughs> let's keep doing that. And uh, the lovely Tom Harrigan as well uh, and his Weakest Link experience. And thank you so much, Dave Smith. Um, that wonderful quiz about video games. Thanks, you played a blinder. And um, if anyone has any thoughts on set design or the look, yeah, what's your visual for it? The quizuals, yeah, the quizuals. Um, yeah, that could be a nice thing to get in touch with. What? No, predict the next kind of trend. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you, hear you, you'll hear us, <laughs> you'll hear us next time on Fingers on Buzzers. Bye. Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Potter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.